Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Thank you for tuning in. Glad to have you. And yeah, we're going to get into it. So, you know, real quick, this song, uh, this song, well, <laughs> speaking of song, this show is, it's about a lot of, it's, it's, it's about a particular topic, but there is a song that comes into mind. You know, I am a child of the 80s, but the 90s raised me, and R&B love songs are not the same. They are not the same. They will never be the same. And I don't think we will ever be able to to recreate those magical moments while listening to a love song. I mean, you had your crying baby love songs. You had your, you know, um, you mean the world to me type of songs. You had, you know, the sex love song, you know. And then you had like the heartbreak love songs. And this is definitely about a heartbreak love song. I don't know if y'all remember, remember, but there was a beautiful song in the 90s that was a duet between Deborah Cox and RL from Next. And... Yeah, that song, you know, uh, We Can't Be Friends, that one. <laughs> and there was so much conviction in their delivery with that song from both of them. You know, they're both are, they both are amazing singers. Deborah Cox, brilliant voice. RL was, had one of the, um, one of the best voices around that time in a male group. And he's handsome. He still looked good and he could still sing too. You know, but we don't get that many duets. You know, we had Eric, uh, Eric, Eric Benet and Tamia. You know, um, Usher and Monica redid one. We had, um, you know, we had, we had, we had some, we had some. The '90s was good for duets, and this one resonates for this show because this um, episode is called "We Can't Be Friends," and has everything to do with this song. You know, um, how did that song go? Um, we can't be friends. We can't be friends. Um, then it's, cause I'm still in love. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna do. I sounded horrible, but y'all get the drift. <laughs> this is about me finally understanding why I can't be friends with um, a particular person. Um, and that's because I'm in love with him. And, you know, I, I, I remember doing a podcast a while ago about still wanting to keep certain people in my life to have access to them, even if um, I know the romantic part won't be there. And I've done that quite often in my life. And it's never been it's never worked for my in, in my advantage. Um, I've, I have a friend. Well, he was a friend of mine. I used to always go over his house. I used to always chill with him. You know, we had a love for theater. 
his daughter um, was very close to me. And I had a really strong bond with him. And I fell in love with him. Like, I fell in love with him. And, you know, I suppressed those emotions for a long time. For as long as I could. And I'm not going to just blame him. Um, I'm also going to take ownership because the line was crossed, you know, at least twice. And we, you know, there were, uh, we, you know, we, we weren't, um, we didn't like have, we, it, there was, it was, it was, we, we were in, intimate. Once, yes, the second time it was, whew, that was, that was, that was a night. <laughs> and we just fell off. We stopped talking. We stopped being, we stopped communicating. He stopped communicating with me. And I think that, I think, you know, he wanted to turn his life around and really, you know, you know, I'm not going to tell his business, but really just, I guess, I, I, I don't think that he really wanted to be, you know, listen, I don't think he really wanted to, you know, be a part. Uh, I don't know. I think he still had some things he was going through with identifying, you know, as, you know, a gay man or a bi man or whatever. And, you know, being around me probably made it difficult for him to have to, to, to decide or have conversations with himself and what he wanted to do. And, you know me, I'm just going to be me. You know, I can't, you know, tone down my gayness. I can't tone down anything. But I think being around me probably just didn't make the decisions or just made it a little dip, more difficult for him to decide what he wanted to do with his life. And so I respect it. But I have to admit, in love with him, in love with everything about him. And I was in love with him for years. And so what I would do is still to still have him in my life. You know, I would play the friend role. And it's it, it, it's not possible to be a friend to someone that you are in love with because you, you will never be able to navigate as a friend. You will always be navigating as hoping that something is going to come from this, hoping that a relationship will form, a, a romantic relationship. And I think when you do that, you allow individuals to utilize you and use you more than you would if it was just a friend because you feel like you still have something to prove to show them that you are the one. And I think I did that with him. I, well, I did I did that with him. I did. You know, I, you know, um, um yeah, I don't know who's going to be listening to this, so I'm not going to say that. But, you know, I, 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 you know, helped him out quite a bit, you know, and I did it all in the name of quote unquote saying that's my friend, which I, I deeply cared for him, but not as a friend, as a, a boyfriend. I wanted him to, I wanted to be his boyfriend. I want him to be mine. I just, uh, and I, and I, I, I still, I'm still, I still get like little goosebumps, you know, thinking about him. If he were to come around, yeah. I, I probably would revert back to my old ways. You know, I'm not perfect, but 
I I just know I cannot be friends with him. It's just not possible. And he did the best thing for me by ignoring me and moving on and, you know, not wanting to talk to me anymore, whatever. He he did me a favor because that's that. Um, fast forward to current time, the situ- this kind of thing happened again with someone else. And I think I've, I've talked about this person multiple times on this podcast. And, you know, I, again, thought that I could be friends with this person. To be completely honest, I still, I had a high hopes that this was going to develop into something because I don't know, just our chemistry. But I did notice that, you know, the more and more time went on, the more and more we were kind of drifting apart. Like, <clears throat> and I'm gonna be completely honest, the the attraction for this person did start to go away. I didn't, I, I wasn't attracted to this person anymore. Not that I wasn't attracted to, attracted to him anymore. Still very attracted to him, but the the lusting, I say that the lust for him started to go away. If he were to come to me today and ask me to marry him, I would marry him. I would. I would marry him. He is like the ideal, you know, you know, guy. But, you know, I I I realized that, you know, he does not see me that way at all. And he's told me that before. But I I still thought that I could present in a way to him in his life where he would realize that, you know, you know, Daryl is, you know, Cordero is, he's the one he's been sticking around. He's holding me down. He's, he pours into me. Like, I just knew that, but a friend can do all that. So, you know, there's no way that, so I can't be upset that he received all of that, but in a way where he saw it as a friend, you know, in, in in a friendship. And I had to back away. And, you know, I started to become very distant and he noticed and I had to tell him, you know, why? And I told him, you know, do I think and, and, and do I think that he. I have to be completely honest, I think that he knew that I liked him that way, that I really liked him that way. And I think that there were moments that he did um, indulge in playing with my emotions. I have to be honest. I, I feel that way. He may not see it that way, but I do think that there were moments where he played with my emotions where, like, it was like it was so close. I was um, like almost ready to just really just say this is a friend. And then he would say something or... <laughs> yeah, he would say something or, you know, whatever. And because he actually listens to my podcast, so I'm not going to say, it, you know, other stuff. But he knows what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And it would make me like, oh, yes, maybe this is still a possibility. And again, clear as day. He said it a couple of times you know, he only saw me as a friend. So I will say with him, I will say there's a lot of responsibility on me because 
he was very he he I, w- I wouldn't say he was clear to, very clear originally i would say no I, I wasn't no but i did say i do think that he was clear the last time we kind of had a conversation about it and i still chose to stay but i you know i can't you know i'm fine with being acquaintances with him you know every now and then i have no problem you know texting calling how you doing but as far as a, a friendship i can't do it I can't do it. I'm in love with you. Like it doesn't make sense. I can't because you are still going to be able to navigate, you know, this friendship and in, in a in a healthy way. Not for me because I'm still going to want to. I'm still going to have those thoughts and those ideas and those wants and the, and that fantasy that one day we will be together and it's never going to happen. So I will never be happy within this relationship. Um, this platonic relationship I just won't be happy and you know so um yeah I just had to say that and you know there are (laughs) so I was you know looking up some information on why it's not good to be to be friends with someone that you're in love with and like (laughs) this these uh, bullet points are so accurate for my situation like I can't you know you know, it says you will always be hoping for more. I literally, literally just said that. You'll never be good friends because part of you will always be very a little selfish with him or with her. You'll never completely like the person that they're dating. You won't be that supportive person. Um, if they're going through the breakup, you know, and you'll be happy. Literally, the guy that I first talked about on this episode, when him and his partner... Um, you know, she's a, she's a woman when they were going through their shit. I low key was like happy. I low key was happy that he was hurting in his relationship with her because I wanted that relationship. I'm thinking that, okay, the, the sooner that they break up, the sooner she keeps and, and they had a real toxic, toxic relationship. So that I, 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 Every time it was something going on with them, and then I got the phone call, every time it was something going on with them and he needed me, I just said, okay, this is the time. This is the time. This is going to be the moment. This is going to be the moment where he finally says, you know, fuck it. I want to be with you. I'll be with you instead of dealing with this shit. I was, I was ready to receive the, receive the relationship even, the, even in that messy-ass form. That's how you know crazy I was about him. And then when they got back together or things started getting better, I would be irritated. I would I would not want to talk. I wouldn't want to hang out. That's how I was responding. I was responding like the jealous side piece to someone who thought I was their friend. And I never communicated my emotions. This is the first time I've openly said anything like this about him. He doesn't listen. To, I don't think he listens to my podcast, but I don't think he does. So that's why you another another reason you can't really be friends with someone that you are in love with. You'll always treat them like you always treat them like someone you're dating, which is very true. I always I I always would, you know, um I will always just do so much, just go above and beyond within with moments with you know him and I'm talking about the first guy and I would just just so I can shine whatever he needed 
I will do it because he's going to remember that I did this for him. This is going to be the highlight of his day that Cordero did this for him. <laughs> I, I, I'm being so honest and raw with y'all. And in this moment, I'm starting to get a little, I feel, I feel a little sad. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm a little sad. I hear another one. You'll never feel like, feel like your friendship is enough. The current person I'm talking about don't feel like I wasn't feeling like this uh, this was enough for me because I wanted more of him you know I, I you know the, the reasons I haven't you know thank God I haven't gone to see this person yet because I will see them again yet because I don't I don't know I want I want to fuck I want to fuck him I would have more I no I'm, I'm I don't I can't visit you I want to fuck you I want to fuck you and I would have made, I would have tried my damnedest for us to have some type to have sex, you know, not, not like forcing anybody or anything like that, but I would have made, make sure I was available. I would have done anything in my power to make, to, to see if I could make him want me because a friendship wasn't enough for me. You will always be a threat to the person that they're dating. Um, I don't think I was ever a threat to any of them. Um, you know, I, I would say the the first guy, I <laughs> I felt the need to befriend, you know, the per the woman he was with to really be on getting her good graces. So if I am over there trying to, you know, do something with him, she wouldn't think anything like that. Mm. Child, you will always compare your dates to him to them. Yeah, I would. Anybody that I was also interested in, I would not want to talk to them because if they didn't compare to him, to I'm talking, I'm talking about both of them. There was even even the guy that I'm talking, the most recent one. I would um. I would act like <laughs> I would lie and act like I'm really I'm talking to somebody and dating somebody to see if he would get jealous to see if his behavior would start to change because it would give me some type of insight that maybe he does like me because it was like I needed a sign. I needed a sign to know that what I'm doing is going to work. So I would lie and say I'm with somebody or somebody's over. I, actually, I did that with both of them. Yep, I did that. And the last one says, you'll never move on if you're still if you're still friends. This is very true. This is why I'm talking to y'all. And I had to I had to have I, I really had to have that conversation. You know, I really had to have that conversation. I had to say to myself, Bitch, this is never going to be that. Get over it. Get the fuck over it. Move on. Because you're never going to be happy. I'm just being a friend. So I did what I needed to do. Because how I was currently moving with this individual, it's not healthy. I texted them today 
and told them, you know, Merry Christmas, you know, and I hope they have a great Christmas, you know, happy holidays and kept it cute. Um, and I wish them well, like they, like, like he is a, he's an amazing person. He's an amazing human and I wish him nothing but the best, but I have to wish him the best from over there. I can't, I can't be a part, but thank y'all for listening. I would love to know how you have responded to people that you were crushing over and they only wanted to be um, friends. Are you able to, are you really able to do that? I don't know. I, I, I know I can't. I know I can't. I cannot be friends with someone that I'm in love with. And I also think it's pretty dangerous. And if you say you can, um, I, I think you're lying. I think you're lying. If you are, you were not in love with them. I mean, in love with them. Like Julia Roberts, my best friend's wedding, in love with them, bitch. Like, like, um. What's that movie with Sinaletha and Tay Diggs? Um, Brown Sugar. In love with your friend. Like, that's how in love I was with the first guy and how in love I am with the second one. Brown Sugar in love. Like, I object, bitch, if you try to, to talk to anybody else. So, I had and I had to move on because I already know with this one, he's a great catch. He's an amazing catch. And he don't get booed up. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see y'all matching Christmas pajamas that y'all love to wear and do all this shit that shit irritates me. I don't want to see that from him. I would be devastated. <laughs> but I just, you know, and I think I'm still going to be a little, a little sad for a little while. But I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I'm just glad that I finally admitted it and said this I can't do this anymore. So I was honest with myself and I hope and I hope y'all that are listening to this who may have are going through this going through this experience. I hope you are honest with yourself as well. Until next time, bye y'all. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U. Darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. Send me an email. 